Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Coming out in the NFL. I want to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. Battling a virus variant. I really honestly thought we had this thing beat, and here it is back again. GOP set to block voting bill. The president's effort doesn't stop at all. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. The sports world is rallying support on Twitter for Carl Nassib, the 28-year-old defensive end for the Las Vegas Raiders, who has revealed he is gay. He's the first active NFL player to do that. CBS's Mola Lenghi says he got the word out on Instagram. Raiders defensive end Carl Nassib says he has agonized over this moment for the last 15 years. I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but I finally feel comfortable enough to get it off my chest. The 28-year-old also announced he's donating $100,000 to the Trevor Project, a suicide prevention and crisis intervention organization for LGBTQ youth. He's an inspiring figure now for so many LGBTQ young people. CEO Amet Paley said Nassib is sending a message to others. I hope people will see this announcement and feel motivated to say we need to create a world where everyone can play sports when they want to. I actually hope that like one day videos like this and the whole coming out process are just not necessary. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell echoed Nassib saying the league shares his hope that someday soon statements like his will no longer be newsworthy. The COVID-19 death toll in this country is now trending below 300 a day, lowest numbers since the pandemic took off in March of last year. But as CBS's David Begnell reports, there is concern because vaccination rates are falling and a virus variant is spreading fast. With just 45% of Americans fully vaccinated, health experts are worried about the spread of the highly contagious Delta variant that appears to be about 60% more contagious than the Alpha variant which was discovered in the United Kingdom. And that was the last variant of major concern, according to infectious disease expert Dr. Michael Osterholm. In the areas where they have large pockets of unvaccinated people, we can surely expect to see surges in cases, in some situations challenging the healthcare capacity of that local area. We're holding patients in the ER waiting on admissions, waiting on uh, discharges on any given day. Craig McCoy is president of Mercy Hospital in Springfield, Missouri. Only 32% of the surrounding counties there is vaccinated and COVID hospitalizations are up. We've only had two that have come in as inpatients that have been fully vaccinated. The vaccine does appear to be effective against the Delta variant. CBS's Chris Van Cleve tells us the push for some of us to travel again has run into trouble. American will cancel 50 to 80 flights a day through at least mid-July as the airline tries to build in additional resilience and certainty to its flight schedule. Henry Hartevelt is an airline analyst. The airlines were caught with their pants down. They scheduled too many flights 
and they didn't have enough people ready to operate the flights. The TSA struggled to have enough screeners. The airline's caterer in Dallas didn't have enough drivers, and some American pilots were still in post-furlough retraining. A federal judge has tossed out most of the claims from activists who accused the Trump administration of violating the civil rights of protesters who were forcibly removed from a park near the White House last year. Now overseas to Hong Kong, where the last pro-democracy newspaper is shutting down. Asia correspondent Ramey Innocencio says it silences a strong critic of China's Communist Party. The final sign-off for Apple Daily's digital news program, then the thanks and tears started to roll. The company unable to pay its staff. The government's frozen its assets. Last week, 500 police raided these offices, arresting the editor-in-chief and four other executives, accusing them of calling for foreign sanctions on Hong Kong and China. Apple Daily's 72-year-old founder, Jimmy Lai, arrested last August, could spend the rest of his life in prison. A Democratic elections bill is likely to fail. A key test vote today in the U.S. Senate. Republican leader Mitch McConnell is leading the GOP charge against it, and that could include a filibuster. They've made abundantly clear that the real driving force is a desire to rig the rules of American elections permanently in Democrats' favor. Democratic leader Chuck Schumer says the bill is a response to what Republicans have done in several states. When you look at what they're actually doing, it's spectacularly obvious that Republicans are making it harder to vote and easier to steal an election. Outside Denver, a suspect is in custody after a shooting that left two people, including a cop, dead in a shopping district. A veteran officer with the Arvada Police Department was shot and killed. One other person was transported to an area hospital. We believe this person was shot and killed by the gunman. Deputy Police Chief Ed Brady says the attacker was shot and killed. In St. Louis, three people were killed, four others injured in a shooting outside a convenience store. No word on any arrests. Police outside Sacramento say a man rammed two people with his pickup truck, killing one of them, then attacked others with a crowbar after rear-ending a car. Then the man pulled a gun and was shot and wounded by another person. In Largo, Florida, Julia Yankowski went to her bank ATM to withdraw 20 bucks. She noticed to her shock that her bank account had a billion dollars in it. She says she was horrified. Her early attempts to alert the people at Chase Bank about it led to a prolonged wait in the automated phone system. A million-selling album turns 50 today. Blue by Joni Mitchell, considered one of the greatest of all time. Here's CBS's Steve Futterman. The album takes listeners on the very personal journey of Joni Mitchell examining her life. She sings about her breakup with fellow singer Graham Nash. Oh, I wish I had a river I could skate away on. Not all the songs are introspective. The only single on the album that made the Billboard charts was Carrie. Oh, you know it sure is hard to leave you, Carrie. It was inspired by a real person, Carrie Raddatz. The song follows me around. A hop in a taxi and it's playing. Today, Carrie Raddatz lives outside of Washington, D.C. The most important thing about that song is just it kicked off a lifetime friendship with Joan. That changed me. And many critics say Joni Mitchell's Blue Album changed music. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. A memorable guest star in the Star Trek universe has died. Destroy this vessel. I gave you a great plan. Joanne Linville, who appeared in the original Star Trek TV series as a Romulan commander and got involved with Mr. Spock, has died. It will be our secret. 
Linville made appearances on The Twilight Zone, Gunsmoke, Dr. Kildare, Route 66, Bonanza, Kojak, and a host of other TV shows and movies from the 1950s through the 80s. Joanne Linville was 93 years old. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Like something out of the Twilight Zone, millions of mice have been on the rampage for months in eastern Australia, destroying crops, invading homes and schools. Now the creatures have forced the evacuation of a prison so crews can repair damaged wiring and clear dead mice from walls and ceilings. That's the World News Roundup for Tuesday. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> respond too quickly oh well that's good yeah i expected i expected you to lay into me well this was over the strike period oh i had time yeah See, that, that does that doesn't count <laughs> sure i responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment yeah and i felt like i had something to get up for every yeah. day so thank you for that listen to the late show pod show with stephen colbert wherever you get your podcasts Survivor's back, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast.